welcome to an edition of the Newbie Brothers podcast. My name is Justin. And I'm Player 3. And today we are going to do a quick review of Guardians of the Galaxy, the video game that just recently came out. I've seen some gameplay footage of it. Um, I personally have not played it because I'm convinced I won't like it because it is a single player game. You're you're not a single player guy. No, no, um, and, and 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 but it's weird because like I'm playing Back for Blood, essentially mm-hmm. single single player campaign mode because one I'm worried I'm going to screw something up if I play with like randoms, and two sure. I don't want to have to talk to them. So, so you're playing on solo campaign, right? Yes, yeah, solo campaign. Blood. You know what? And it's good. You know what sucks about that though? They what? don't give you supply points. They don't. For solo campaign. They, they don't. disable it, and it's yep. like that's the whole. And ah, it makes me so mad. The weirdest part about that in general is um, the levels. So the part I just got to, I got to the church. I'm still pretty early on in it. I don't, I don't play that much. Yeah, I play like yeah, one yeah. or two little missions here and there. Um, I just got to the church, which you have to barricade yourself in essentially and create yes, the safe yes. room, uh, which is a mm-hmm. cool concept because in the past, like Left 4 Dead's and everything like that is like, you just got there. It was already made. Like this one, like sure. you're literally fortifying this thing to make sure That's- you're good to go. It's literally like the final part of the level is like you're in the church, massive yeah. horde just keeps coming in, barricade oh, cool. it, and then you're good. Yeah, and so um, I like that. But as a solo player, it's kind of weird because <laughs> none of your you're the only one doing it. <laughs> none of your bots are going to pick up the wood and put it on the wall and stuff like that. So that is that is all on you. And I, I obviously play on the easiest mode because one, I'm just trying to get the experience, and two, I just want to like sure. see the storyline. So. Um, I, I think I didn't fire a shot the entire time while the horde was coming towards towards yeah. the church and I was just fortifying it and stuff. So it it, it is fun. It, it's a great game and I and I have a ton of fun with it. Um I'm still trying to get myself to understand that the melee weapons are actually really good and, they are. and, and very beneficial where I'm so used to when I used to play Left 4 Dead only using uh guns and so that there's like a mm. there was like a block being like no i can't get that close to them but it does i mean the melee weapons are like legit they're like really left good for, left for dead too they had a melee weapon and i remember yes. just being like "Ooh, this is this has opened a new door for me <laughs> what's interesting too is in the old left for dead games i yeah. was big into using the sniper rifle or a rifle in general mm. And I've noticed in this game, I've been more of a fan of the shotgun. Interesting. I I uh, I uh, was super into um, automatics in Left mm-hmm. 4 Dead, and that has not changed for Back to really? Blood. But then w- Martin was like super into automatics, and now all he uses is like hunting rifles in Back for Blood. He's- I'm like, I don't get it. I don't, the problem I have with the rifle is, and maybe I just haven't gotten to a level where it is, like, the rifle, I liked it because I was kind of like a hang back, I'm just going to take out a bunch of these guys, and then we'll move forward, where, maybe it's because I'm playing solo, whatever, um, that doesn't necessarily seem to be an option a lot of the time for me, where I kind of have to be, like, running in, guns blazing, and just trying to take them all out, so. Unfortunately, the way that Back for Blood seems to play is that, like, they don't let you just sit. But yeah. Left well, if you do, you they, yeah. The if you do, zombies. they come for you. If if you sit, well, yeah, they'll send things at you. <laughs> yeah, like that's if any if that was my biggest critique of Back for Blood. Like with Left for Dead, it was like 
you would kill a special zombie and then you might see another one and maybe like they're sending a minute or two yeah but in back for blood it's like constant it's non-stop like oh there's one of the charger dudes there's one of the explorer dudes there's yep. one of the spitter dudes and it's literally like constantly have you and then if you kill everything in the area and you just sit they just keep showing up anyway it's the worst <laughs> yeah have you um have you dealt with the screamer yet because i haven't figured out a way to kill it without it alerting a horde <laughs> it's literally it's literally just speed killing it you like, just gotta like rush it and hit it uh i know john well not hit it like don't melee it because i think getting yeah. close to it will freak it, it out scream. Okay. But I know John like cooked a grenade and threw it at him and blew him up instantly. I know uh we like all shot him all at once and it was before he could let it off. I do know one of the corruption cards at the beginning of the level would be like um when you kill a screamer, he'll he'll scream anyways. Like Well, and I and the other one regardless. The one uh the the cards that I've noticed that I'm not the biggest fans of is the fog card. I really don't like yeah, the fog card just because I, think I the already cool, but yeah, I already have a hard enough time seeing <laughs> in the game. You don't need to throw <laughs> in some fog; it's just going to make it worse for me. Sure. Um, and and then the other one is the crows, which also alert the horde when the crows yeah. are just like around a dead body or something yeah, like that. You gotta be around them. Yeah. So, uh, but either um, way, it's it's a fun game, and and obviously, if you were a Left for Dead fan, I would highly suggest so, getting it. Absolutely. Um, and so kind of going back to what you were saying about how like you've been playing that on solo, but you still have like teammates and stuff and like you're enjoying that. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy is definitely a very story driven game. Um, okay. So a lot of paying attention to what they're saying, but that's but that might be one of my highest praise of the game. I I beat it, by the way, like. Mm -hmm. I, I I rushed through it. I wanted to make sure I like completed it, and now how, I'm on my second playthrough to get all the achievements. How long did it take you to do? And I I get it, like you were rushing through, but but is it a was, long campaign? Yeah. It doesn't feel long. Um, okay. There's like maybe each chapter takes maybe around like thirty minutes to maybe an hour, depending on how long you play. And there's and how, about like fifteen chapters. Okay, so 15 um, chapters. So, I mean, it's a good amount. Maybe maybe like, six, seven hours, you would guess? If you're running through it, yeah. 15 okay. hours if you're taking your time and exploring. Um, and, and, like, so, talking to your crew and stuff. Is it... And the price of the game's the same as any other price of a game, like yeah. 60 bucks? Yeah, it's 60 okay. bucks. But, I mean, like, I gotta give all the kudos to the world to uh the dialogue writers the right like the people who wrote all the dialogue and the story of this game sure because you know it's a guardians of the galaxy game when constantly whether you're in the middle of a cutscene, uh walking through a planet in the middle of a fight they're all bickering with each other and it's amazing oh that's <laughs> like, cool it's it's hysterical it's literally like you know, Drax will say something about how, like, this fight is, like, making its blood, like, in engorge, and then Gamora's, like, in midair swinging her sword at somebody, being like, didn't need to hear that! And, like, yeah. they all talk with each other in the middle of the fight. Oh, and cool. It's really great dialogue, it's really funny, 
They're constantly at each other's throats because they don't get along. But, you know, like the story kind of develops that. Uh, There's a lot of like going deep into each character's background and, and story themselves. There's a lot of emotional moments. Like the story is very well done. Um, and it's like, I don't know, like they just did a phenomenal job with it. Now, does Uh, the game, does the game itself take place as one of the movies from Guardians of the Galaxy that we've seen? Like, would we know the storyline? It has nothing to do with any of the Marvel movies or anything like that. Um, the storyline follows, uh, 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 a more personal storyline for Peter Quill, okay. but also involves one of the biggest enemies to the Guardians of the Galaxy uh, from the comics, which is called the Universal Church of Truth. Uh, we have not seen them in the uh, MCU yet. I'm hoping we will, but it's essentially like a cult that forces people to be indoctrinated under them. Okay. Um, so it's like brainwashing, essentially. And sure. that's like the plot. So even... Places where they go that they're expecting friendlies, it's like all of them have already been taken over by this hive mind of the universal church of truth. And they, in the plot of the game, they are still trying to get their footing. Like they're trying to be known. Nobody knows who they are. And it's like, you know, group filled out all their profiles when they, you know, uh, uh, signed up and became the team on like the the their data that out that's out there. So when they get arrested at one point in the game, they're reading off their thing and they're like, the gardeners of the galaxy, and <laughs> and then it's Rocket who's like, I had group filled out. I I fixed it with an addendum. Like I tried to fix this. Um, <laughs> that's funny. Like, Check the addendum. That's the that's the correct information. So um, if if I mean as somebody that is a casual. Guardians of the Galaxy fan. I think yeah. something from the games or the games, something from the movies that is obviously yeah. a huge, huge focus is the music. Were they able to capture that well in the game or was it a swing and a miss? Because I feel like for them, it's like that is you can make or break with the soundtrack. So let me tell you something. <laughs> oh, in no. In the middle of the fight. No, 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 no. In the middle of the fight. When a certain, like, bar gets filled up, I think it's all dependent on how well you do. And it carries over to the next fight. When that bar is filled up, it tells you to press LB and RB at the same time. And Star-Lord takes the Walkman, holds (laughs) it above his head, and goes, Guys, huddle up! Everybody does this big huddle up moment. And depending on how the fight's going, the characters will say, like, oh, my God, we're getting our asses kicked out there. Okay. What do we do? Or if it's going really well, they're saying stuff like, I've never felt so alive in my life. And then they have two options as Peter. Uh, they're both speeches. They're both little mini speeches because Peter loves giving speeches. Mm-hmm. And depending on how which option you choose, if it's a good speech, everybody's pumped up and everybody gets an attack boost. If it's an okay speech, Peter gets the attack boost, and no, and nobody else gets the <laughs> the boost. Okay. And when that speech is over, and the huddle up breaks, and they go back into the fight, it'll play a random song from the Walkman. And I just gotta tell you, I had some amazing moments in the game, all dependent on what song I got. 
Okay. I had, um, towards the end of the game, during one of the final boss fights, I did the huddle up. We broke. And I Need a Hero started playing. And it was the most epic <laughs> moment of my life. <laughs> like, it was so damn cool to be like, you know, Peter does like power slides and like he's shooting people like on the ground and then he'll mm-hmm. jump in the air and, you know, be above them and I'll have Groot like tangle people up and shoot that. It's so good. And all okay. that happening while I Need a Hero is blasting is so, so good. So, uh, so music's, music's uh, A plus then? Like you were, you're saying is music's. Great. I, the only reason why I don't want to say other songs on the playlist, like, I'll tell you, I Need a Hero. Some of the songs are scripted to, like, the scenes. Like, they'll play music when you're flying to Milano, and it's like, wow, this is a great song that they chose for this. Um, And some of the songs, one of them was honestly, like, a huge joke that I wasn't sure if it just happened to me, like, like a rare thing. Okay. I saw their Twitter the other day, and they started making a joke, like about the song choice and i was just like oh i don't want to ruin this for anybody because it is an amazing moment in the game okay i won't um, so I won't, the songs are great okay then i won't i won't press a little bit more but i have i'm wondering if i have a, an idea of what that song might potentially be does it does it pertain to the tiktok i sent you that one time recently yeah Okay, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> i had a feeling that's what it was we'll leave it at Believe that Believe me. We it was wanna, great. We it don't want to. It was a great moment. We don't want to spoil that for anybody. And and I, I as you were saying, say, I assume that's what it was though. When that song started playing, the characters who like don't know the song, <laughs> like Gamora was like, "I love this music." <laughs> it's so good. Okay. Um. So the game's fantastic. Fantastic storyline, fantastic music, fantastic character development. You learn a lot about each of the characters um, and their backstories. Sure. Uh, it, it explores a lot of things that uh, the movies haven't yet, uh, cool. like the element guns that Peter uses. Like, those are extremely, like, rare. Like, he's the only one we see use them, I think, in all of Marvel comics. I could be wrong. Okay. okay. Uh, and they go into that. They go into like where he got the guns and stuff, and it's it's really really cool. Um, I could not recommend this game enough. I had such a damn good time playing it. Um, there's a, a, a story driven moment in the game. They showed it off during E3, I believe, okay. where they need to make cash, uh, like right away. Like they gotta, you know, get some units, which is like their monetary Currency. system in yeah. the game. They gotta get them quick so they come up with this plan of we're gonna sell a monster to this lady who all she does is collect monsters and they showed this in the e3 thing and the plan that they come up with is we'll sell and then we'll just break them out okay uh but rocket doesn't want you to sell group because rocket loves group he's his best friend so he says, no, sell me. I can be more of a monster. So then you get a story-driven moment where you have to make a decision. Do you sell Groot or do you sell Rocket? And does it, and, I mean, obviously it would change the the outcome of how that storyline goes, I'm assuming? I'm playing my second playthrough right now. Uh, the first time I decided to sell Rocket and it took me down this path. And then this time mm-hmm. I'm selling Groot and it took me down another path. And it's like completely different. Cool. 
setup essentially and like cool. different way to play through the story it's really it's really cool cool awesome um, so so what would be uh i guess like as a as a final thought for it what would be yeah. a critique that you would have something that may not necessarily was bad about it but something that you were like hmm, i might have done that a little bit different not necessarily like storyline maybe it's controls maybe it's you know something if you have one I'm really trying to think of one. Normally, normally when I play games, something will always stand out to me and I'll be like, oh, that's the one thing I'd do different. Just like I was saying earlier with Back for Blood, like I sure. wish they didn't throw those special zombies at us constantly. Sure, yeah. Um, and honestly, I can't think of like anything. I, I mean, they have a very consistent story where it's all levels and chapters and stuff. Sure. And that's standard for a lot of single player experiences. Uh, I would have loved a, a semi-open world. They kind of have that just on the ship where before missions you can just talk to your crew. Sure. Um, which is great. Uh, but I definitely did have this little moment of like, oh man, I hope when the game's over, it's not like over, over. Like that's yeah, like, like the end. you can't do anything else, you know? Yeah. Um, but that was the case. When the game's over, it's over. Mm-hmm. And then you just start a new game. Um, okay. So maybe that would be my critique. I mean, it's a really shitty one because i i gotta tell you like i had such a good time i don't even know if i mentioned um gameplay wise when the way that like the gameplay works because i remember when the game was announced my one critique was i wish i didn't just have to play as star lord i wish i could play as rocket and Groot or gamora or drax yeah um i I, i'm kind of disappointed you're stuck as star lord i mean he's my favorite of all of them i love star lord to death but i wish i could have played as the other ones and they did like a multiplayer thing like avengers like that would have been cool the way they did the game my mind has changed about that entirely okay because the way they handled it was amazing because star lord's the leader he's the planning guy so when you're playing and you're in the middle of a fight you literally, as Star-Lord, will be like, uh, you'll have a button, and then you'll choose Groot, mm-hmm. and everything will slow down. Yeah. And then you have four abilities for Groot that you choose that he does, and then all of them do different things. So it's like, you know, there'll be a big, massive amount of enemies, and I'll tell Groot to uproot people, which will mean, like, he'll literally, like, tangle them up in vines and hold them in place so they can't move around. Mm-hmm. And then I'll tell Rocket... Shoot to em. throw a grenade at all the ones who are like in the tangled thing. I'll see a big guy who's got a lot of health, uh, who just needs to be like uh, distracted. So I'll tell Drax to like get on his back and stab him. <laughs> like it's it's really like like and then while he's distracted, I'll have Gamora like slice him in the back, which does a lot of damage because Drax distracting him. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's all plan oriented and it's really great. Okay. And all at the same time, I'm just Star Lord shooting my elemental guns and it's. It's really, really good. It's it's such a great experience, and I think uh, for like future Marvel games, um, like I think they could really learn from like how they handled it. Like uh, uh, another really just quick thing that I really appreciated. You've played the Avengers game, sure, and yeah. With cosmetics in that game, it's like you can earn a few of them. The rest you have to pay money for, and especially the cool ones. It's like the MCU Iron Man 1 skin is literally 15 bucks. You pay 15 bucks to get an Iron Man 1 skin. Uh, the MCU skins, there, there's one for each character. For Guardians of the Galaxy 1, the first movie, 
each character gets their own outfit from that movie in the game, okay. and it's all earnable. It's all just you find it in the world. So, like, and as it could like, be, it, is it almost like open up a, a safe type situation, and like you open it up, and it's like, oh, there's somebody's outfit, you know? Literally, when you're when you're exploring, there's three things you can, uh, four things you can find: collectibles that make you talk, that allow you to talk and learn more about each team member. Cool. Back on the Milano. Cool. Uh, these like craftable materials that you can use to upgrade your uh, gear that Rocket will use to upgrade your gear. Archive stuff, which is like it's just like informational stuff about the world. It's 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 just world building, and then outfit chests that literally there's just these chests out randomly in the wild in the world. And they they want you to explore and have a good time. Find it, and when you and you, when you find it, a lot of them are very easy to find. It just gives you an outfit, and I That's mean cool. like I got some really cool ones for the characters. Um, I mean, in I think it's in the first level you can find Rocket's uh, movie one. Okay. Like, in the first level. It's not like, you know, towards the end of the game, that's when we'll give it to you. They give some of them, like, right away. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and it's like, I got Drax looking like his classic comic book outfit. So he's wearing, like, a big cape and, like, this, like, weird thing on his head. He looks great. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, uh, I just recently read... This great Guardians of the Galaxy comic that uh, uh, features Star Lord wearing like this really cool jacket, and he's got like this thick beard and like long hair, and he just looks awesome. And that outfit's in the game, and oh, I, cool. I got that outfit. I'm just like, God, this it's so well done how they did that. So stuff. if you're like, so, if you're like super into uh marvel and the comics and stuff there's like little yeah. subtle things that will be for you in there as well literally uh i got a uh just just i think they give you stuff just for buying like they give you like all their classic outfits just for buying sure. uh, the game or at least a lot of classic outfits like uh rocket in that recent comic series that i read he wears a suit like a like a gray suit with a red he looks like a yakuza boss and he's got like sunglasses on and they gave me that outfit when i just bought the game so okay. through most of the game rockets looking like like a like a mob boss in my in my playthrough That's um awesome. and that was from a comic you know okay. and i got star lord wearing his classic like 2008 outfit from the comic where he's like bright blue and red like military outfit you know it's it's really really cool all right, so so highly recommended from the uh, highly the brothers. Awesome, highly well, recommended. We uh we will be back with another episode next week. Um, who knows what direction we'll go then? Uh, Tank should be back for that one too, and we will uh we'll get it going. And we appreciate you guys following along. Obviously, subscribe to the podcast. We'll do more reviews. There's a ton of games coming out that that we're obviously going to try to play and be a part of. And check, I mean, the Halo campaign looks phenomenal so we'll see where it goes but um all those reviews all the fun that we have uh, you know we obviously joke with each other too it's a casual podcast you can follow along you can also find us on youtube or uh instagram just search newbie brothers and we'll be there we will be back for another episode in a few days